0: Hello and welcome in live from the county seat in downtown Lillington. This is Camel Call Live. We've got a great show for you tonight. It is a softball takeover as we get set for the season, which, believe it or not, begins in just 11 days. And we are talking softball with our back-to-back-to-back conference regular season and tournament champion Campbell Camels as they open up at the Kickin' Chicken Classic at Coastal Carolina on February 9th. To talk about the season, we'll have three of our student athletes, Sterling Hairston, Tristan Doster, and Michaela McClain will be here. But first, we're gonna get the ball rolling with our softball head coach, Trina Prater. In her first year as head coach for Campbell, Coach Prater led Campbell to more than 40 wins for the first time since 2008, a 42 and 18 record, including wins over Purdue and NC State. Her Camels then beat George Mason in the NCAA Tournament Durham Regional to cap off a fantastic season as she was one of just three head coaches to lead her team to the NCAA Tournament in her first year at that school. Now, Coach, before we dive into 2024, when you think back to everything your team accomplished last year, what really sticks out to you?
1: I just say, wow, look at God. Just hearing all that. um, When you're in the mix, you don't really um – keep track of where you're at. It's just the next game, the next game, the next game. But then um, in the end, you see um, all of our hard work and all our trials and tribulations that we went through um, were for a reason. And we were prepared when it became uh, postseason time, and we competed at a high level, and I was just proud of them. Um, we were very young. We had a very young infield with freshmen and sophomores last year. So um, I was just very pleased with how they blossomed and were able to step up in the conference tournament because we know it just comes down to um, the end of the season. And when you get in that tournament, it's about who's going to fight the most. And uh, we had a lot of dog in us, especially in that USC Upstate game. Um, And then we topped it off with Longwood, being able to uh, bounce back from a loss. So um, we have a lot of grit. We have a lot of fight. And um, that's kind of the personality that they've taken on from our coaching staff. So it was fun. It was fun. Now how do we do it again in a conference, right?
0: No doubt. It was so much fun last year. And I promise that uh, I wrote this question down before me and you talked here before the (laughs) show because I hadn't seen you in a couple of weeks. So how much farther ahead do you feel being here in year two as compared to year one at this time?
1: Yeah, I feel like we're ahead um, because we're more experienced, right? The freshmen are now sophomores and they're leading our, our freshmen now, too. So we have different questions. We have different people um, that are in different roles. And so it's really fun to see our juniors and seniors being the voice. Um, And we have other coaches, right? When your locker room starts to coach itself, that's when you know your team is trampolining and we have a lot of internal leaders um, this year. And so it's helping the coaching staff, right? If we could just coach the game and they can keep each other accountable and do all the little things, it's going to help us throughout the season. So we have a lot of that um, this year, which is different from last year.
0: You, You know, speaking of that coaching staff, and it's a rarity, especially when you have a year like you did last year, but you were able to keep your coaching staff intact. How important was that to you and this team?
1: Oh, it was very important. And, you know, thanks to Hannah Baysmar AD, for um, allowing um, us to do some things contractually to make it um, attractive to stay and gave us some incentives and rewards for the work that we did. So that always helps. Um, and, you know, we have great chemistry. This is um, probably the best coaching staff that I've ever hired, and I didn't think I could get any better. And then I hired um, Coach Narissa Myers. <laughs> um, so we kind of added um, some extra bullets um, in our gun this year. and. Um, we're ready to go to war with anybody.
0: Yeah, tell me tell me about her, the new addition to your coaching staff.
1: Right. Uh, Coach Myers um, is phenomenal. Um, she was all everything at Louisiana Lafayette, um, obviously my in-town arrival down in the <laughs> bayou. Um, but she, she's great. She brings a good balance to our coaching staff, and I think that's one thing that I've learned as I've kind of – grew over the last 20 years of coaching is, you know, hire people who like to do things you don't or are smarter than you in areas that you might um, be deficient. And I think she rounds out our coaching staff. She's a calm, like she's a calmer personality. Um, She's very smart. She sees things, she's very detail-oriented. And she's able to um, just break down hitting in a different way. Um, Coach um, Hill is very, Uh, timing-based sequence uh, coming up with the plan, and Coach Myers is very mechanical-based. So the combination of both of them, I think, is we're going to see a different offense this year.
0: Um, You have talked about how another thing making it easier is is the upperclassmen and even the people that are underclassmen that have been with you for a year becoming leaders in the locker room. Who are some of those leaders in the locker room you're leaning on this year?
1: I would say Sterling Harrison, who you'll hear from later tonight, has um, stepped up a lot. Um, This year and being um, a vocal leader for them putting out fires um, that we don't know about until later Um, a lot of the freshmen lean on her um, for knowledge of personal life things um, School things, you know softball things. Um, So that's great um, to have her as a senior have that leader um, in there I know Savannah white is doing a a lot of things behind the scenes as far as developing um, the catchers and helping people offensively um, as well, so um, I, I, those are just two that stand out right now, but there 's um, a good collective group better that are, that are doing things by example.
0: When you take a whole look at this roster from top to bottom, w- what sticks out at you as you 're as you 're getting prepared for this twenty twenty four season
1: We have a lot more depth this year. Um, the lineup last year was um, was pretty much the lineup for most of the year. We had a couple of changes that, you know, were kind of versatile, but for the most part, it's going to be hard to write a lineup. We have a lot of offensive power. um, We have a lot of depth in the infield and especially in the outfield, a lot of speed. So it's very, very um, competitive, which I think has made us compete more on a daily basis because they understand the importance of every day and every rep really does matter when it comes to us um, writing a lineup.
0: Newcomer-wise, I know we're going to talk to uh, one of them uh, later on in the show, but either freshman or transfer, who will we see the, this first month that's going to make an impact, do you think?
1: Well, we're going to have two new pieces to our battery. Um, Savannah White is out, so we have Tristan Dosser who transferred in from Iowa, and we have um, Stacey Deputy who transferred in from Wichita, or Kennesaw State. Sorry. Um, so two people behind the plate that um, are doing a great job with leading our pitchers. Um, you'll see some freshmen potentially on the corners um, with um, Brooke Carey and Lindsey Lumsden. And then um, we got some speed in the outfield um, as well. So, there's a lot of bats. Ray on Motos is a power hitter who, who you could see coming in in a DP or a pinch hitting situation. So, the depth and the opportunities, everything is wide open. I, I really, um, two weeks out, I don't know um, what that starting nine is going to look like. And we have some freshmen in the circle that are going to turn some heads. Hannah Lear, Coach is looking like, what about my pitchers? (laughs) Hannah Lear is going (laughs) to see a lot of time, and um, so is Megan Gregory. So we've added um, some arms. And then we have Kat Cerna, who also transferred in from Iowa. So a lot of new faces, a lot of new names, but the, the core of the team is still here.
0: When you talk about uh, penciling in the, the, the starting nine, and I've been a part uh, of this before and, and covering teams both on the baseball and softball side that have a lot of depth, at the beginning of the year, it's not always the easiest thing. It, it is so great that you have so much depth, but as you said, not knowing who the starting nine will be, is it good to have all these tournaments that you're playing, you know, these five games in three days for about a month? Is that a good thing for you to figure it out? And do you think you'll be mixing and matching?
1: I'm going to play to win. So I'm going to play the best nine that are out there that are going to get us the W. Um, And the fall is about giving everybody reps and getting them opportunities to play, and now it's time to win. So um, whoever steps up, who's the best, who gives us the best opportunity to win is going to play.
0: Gosh, I I forgot how intense you are, Coach. You're getting (laughs) me fired up here. All right, we will dive into this. Speaking of intense, the the intense schedule, I'll start with the CAA, which, of course, will be – uh, in about a month and a half or so, so the CAA first and foremost, first-year Campbell is in this new conference in all sports. How does this stack up if you're if you're if you're comparing the CAA to the Big South?
1: The CAA is a lot more competitive, I think, from top to bottom. Well, there's more teams, right? So there's more competition there. Um, I think the top like Delaware, Hofstra. Um, UNC, Wilmington, Elon, the top is the top. Kind of like in the Big South, it was us, USC Upstate, and Longwood. So, I think they have probably like a top five that's been consistent at the top um, year after year. Um, so, I just think it's it's a little bit deeper competition.
0: Um, I've been asking this of all the coaches, and, of course, you won't get a full beat until you play a conference schedule, but is there – A bit of excitement going into the CAA with your student athletes with your coaching staff?
1: Oh yeah I I love the challenge I love uh, competition I like to compete against different coaches and coaching staffs Um, I love our preseason the level of our power fives that are going to prepare us for um, the end of the, the season when we're hoping to be in the CAA tournament right so we're taking it one weekend at a time and then when we get to CAA we're starting in Stony Brook, up in New York. They said, "Welcome to the CAA. Let's see if you can play in cold weather." And uh, we're going to grit our teeth and bundle up and get out there and try to kick some butt.
0: Yeah, I thought I, I thought that was a little uh, that that was a little tough on the uh, on the CAA scheduling to send you up to up to Long Island. But but that's one of the things, isn't it? It's interesting. You know, you and I might look at it as okay, that's going to be travel and a long way that. But you talk to the student athletes, and they're like, you know, instead of going to. Nothing against Clinton, South Carolina, or, or <laughs> nothing against Boiling Springs, mm-hmm. North Carolina, but mm-hmm. you're going to New York, you're going to Philly, you're going to Baltimore, you're going to to these places where it just, just kind of adds a little bit of sizzle to it, and you're playing some pretty good softball teams w- with some tradition.
1: Yeah, and we're cool. Like, yeah, send us up to New York. It's our spring break. Awesome. We can make a trip out of it, <laughs> right? Um, we're going to play Fordham um, to kind of – to get a test run, to see uh, who can who can pitch in the cold, who can play in the cold, who can hit in the cold, all those things. And then I can make the right decisions when we open up with uh, Stony Brook two days after that. So uh, we'll have fun. Like we're not scared of an opportunity. We're You know, it's been a little bit chilly. We had some 30-degree weather last week, and we got out there, and we're like, hey, this is Stony Brook. Let's go. <laughs> this is what it's going to feel like, maybe a little bit colder. So we're prepared. We're a mentally tough team. We challenge them a lot. So – Um, At the end of the day, both teams are going to have to play in whatever climate it is, and it's about whoever's going to be tougher and who can make the plays.
0: Uh, You talked about a, a much bigger conference, 12 in softball, if I have my math right, and you play every team but one. In the conference, or will you play, or will you play all of them? Will you play uh, this everybody year? in your division? Everybody in your division. And then you only division. cross over three times. And you'll and you'll cross over a bit, but, but but with that as well, there's also a new format to how you play a three game series. Tell us a little bit uh, about that. You'll be playing a lot of these series on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday.
1: Yeah, I love the single game um, series because that's what most of the country is doing. So in the Big South, we played a single uh, Saturday doubleheader on um, Sunday, and then now we're doing the single Friday Saturday. And Sunday, and so that allows us to leave one extra day early. So we're going to miss a little bit more school this year, which will allow us to have more study hall on the road. But um, our girls are tough. Like I said, we're organized, um, we're prepared, and um, we're going to be successful.
0: And I would think that would go good into the fact of, like, with your pitching and with that. That's, is that an advantage to you guys, definitely, the, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday in terms of and the diamond?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You can have a pitcher pitch every day. Whereas in a header it's not likely you're going to have somebody throw back-to-back and throw 14 in one day. But um, if we needed to, um, we could throw bell three days in a row or Kayler, or whoever it is that gets the ball. You have an opportunity to do that. So it, it is a, a positive um, and then it also allows you to have somebody throw game one and game three, and then they're rested in between, and you have a whole day. So,
0: When we come back uh, after the break, we're going to uh, take a look at that tough non-conference slate that Coach Prater has put <laughs> together. It is a softball takeover here on Camel Call Live at the county seat in downtown Lillington. Welcome back to the county seat in downtown Lillington it is a softball takeover our softball team makes their home debut February 23rd in the camel stampede the tournament that they host here in Buies Creek five Campbell games in five days and then Michigan State will come to town on February 27th the full schedule is online at gocamels.com free admission to all for every home softball game this season We'll talk to some of our student-athletes on the team coming up in the second half hour on the show, but we're going to continue our conversation with head softball coach Trina Prater. Coach, this is my 13th year here at Campbell, and I can't remember a tougher non-conference schedule where we're talking baseball, softball, anybody in the spring. You have three away tournaments, Rutgers, North Carolina, Michigan State, NC State, UConn, all these teams you will be playing among some very uh good uh group of five and um and mid-majors as well why did you craft the schedule this way
1: our expectation coming into the caa is that the competition is going to be tougher than what we experience in the big south so in order to prepare you for um conference you have to play people that are better than who you're going to see in conference so that when you get into conference there's nothing that you haven't seen yet so um, from a pitch perspective, from a defense perspective, from a rowdiness of a dugout, whatever, from those stadiums, all of those experiences we will have experienced prior to coming to the CAA.
0: Um, tell me about that, uh, that opening tournament you go in, going down to Coastal Carolina and the kickin' chicken classic. Syracuse is going to be there.
1: Yeah. They'll be their first time on dirt, right? They're, they're probably in about <laughs> no doubt. six, seven, eight inches of snow right now inside playing on the turf where we're outside on the turf. So it'll be fun, right? It's competition. Like, to us, it's just a name on the jersey. Um, at the end of the day, everybody got to play 21 outs, and you got to score more runs than the other person. So it's up to you if you create um, a bigger monster than it is, right? Um, to us, it's, we're playing 21 outs. Can we play air-free defense and score one more run than them? That's what it comes down to.
0: Well, oh, what is it like and what do you learn about your team playing in these uh, intense scenarios, playing good softball teams? And a lot of times you're playing two games a day. You're playing three games. You're playing five games in three days most of the time. What does that, what does that do for you and your team early in the season?
1: I find out who, who has some fighting in them, who has some dog in them, who has some grit, grit, who's who wants to be up when the game's on the line, who wants the ball hit to them when the space is loaded and two outs or one out. Can we turn it up the middle and get out of it? Um, All of those things that it's going to take, we try to make – we always tell them we're making practice harder than games, and we're going to make the preseason harder than the conference. And so when we're going into conference, we're overconfident, and then, you know, anything can happen. If you believe in what you can do – last year, like I said, we hit a handful of home runs and we won 42 games. Like, who does that? I think we only had like 13 all year. But we were very, very successful. So um, they pretty much buy into whatever identity that we um, try to create with them. And this year, um, we have some power. We have some kids who can win a game with us with one swing. Um, We have a lot of swag. We have a lot of depth in the infield. We have more experience. So I'm just really, really excited to see um, how we blossom. It's going to come down to can we be healthy at the end.
0: Uh, you mentioned you want to find out if you have some dogs on your team. You've mentioned that a, a couple of times. Lamest mm-hmm. question in the world, but uh, but 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 what does that mean? What does that mean to you?
1: That means we got some fight, some grit, right? I don't need. Um, we, we we use an analogy. We either a butter knife or you a steak knife, right? They both got two different jobs, but um, a steak knife job is can handle something a little bit tougher than a piece <laughs> of bread, right? We're not just spreading butter on the toast. So we cutting into some steaks and prime rib. We ready to eat we Come need some on. dogs out there.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to steal that from you. I'm going to use that. She is Sharonda McDonald is our former coach, as you know, coach. And that leads me into my next question, mm-hmm. Michigan state that comes up uh, on, on the thing. Of course um, you took over for Sharonda McDonald, uh, a, a great friend um, mm-hmm. of the program and, and a great friend to us that, that has to be fun to bring her back in, into the fold.
1: Sure. I think it's going to be fun for her to come back to the creek. But to us, it's another enemy on the schedule. And our job is to win um, and compete and not make it bigger than what it is. I think that's the biggest thing. That's a great thing that we have um, a lot of players that did not play for her that won't be emotionally attached to yeah. the game. And we got others that are ready to fight to defend their turf and to, to, to do what you know, we're set out to do. So um, yes, it will be fun. Obviously, I love playing against close friends, and Sharon is a phenomenal <laughs> person and uh, a big part of the reason why I'm here um, as well. Um, she said great things about Campbell and the administration. So um, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be a dog fight, like I said. And uh, but our job is to focus on, like I said, it's 21 outs, and let's score one more run than them.
0: That'll be Tuesday, February the 27th uh, at 4 p.m. in Bowie's Creek. And before that, your first uh, home tournament, your first home games of the year. Incarnate Word, St. Joseph's, and our old friends from Winthrop <laughs> comes in. Talk about the Camel Stampede and, and what you put together there.
1: Yeah, that's going to be another competitive tournament and where we end up with Winthrop, who's a very good team um, that was in the Big South with us. Um, it'll be, um, like I said, it's just competitive. We have great teams coming in that are um, going to challenge us. and yeah.
0: You have, uh, you have come in here and in a short time um, continued the, the winning tradition at this program as of late, taking it to the next level again with your 40-plus wins and an NCAA tournament win. You, you, you quickly fell in love with this place and Campbell. So when you're telling recruits about trying to get him to come from Campbell, whether it's a transfer or someone in high school, what are you telling them about this place and your program?
1: Right, we just kind of tell them our story, right? It's about us and our journey and what we've done and what we're trying to accomplish um, Though we did win 42 games and we won that one game in regional. Like our ultimate goal is to be that Cinderella story that's in the World Series, right? There's one every year, and whether it's March Madness or at the World Series, and we want to be that team. Like I said, we like to wear dresses and high heels too. Why, not? Why can't we be Cinderella, Cinderella Camels, right? We're unique, we're the only one, so we kind of sell people on um, our coaching staff. is phenomenal. Um, in our career, so our pitchers. Um, everybody's just striving to be like Coach Arvalo and what she's able to accomplish in her career. Um, from an offensive standpoint, uh, Coach Hill, Coach Myers, and I, we all had great offensive careers. So whether you're a lefty slapper, a triple threat, or a power hitter, you have people who've done what most of Um, our student athletes are trying to do so we're not just a staff that can tell you what to do we've done it and we're trying to teach them what it took for us to accomplish what we've accomplished to try to get Campbell to where um, we've already been as student athletes so and then as coaches it um, pushes us to um, try to lead a group of girls to do what um, we've already done as players.
0: Speaking of accomplishment you mentioned that you're the first uh, All-American in in LSU history really setting uh, such a unbelievable foundation for that h- historic program. Uh, this isn't your first rodeo. You've been a head coach before. You have won before. After winning how you did this year, you got some calls, including one. I I, I I love this story because it has a happy ending. You got one while you while your team was watching the NCAA tournament selection show. You got a call from an AD um, about a job somewhere else. You got a couple of those calls. Um, what? made you stay here here at Campbell? Why was it important for you to stay here at Campbell?
1: I like to win, um, and I believe that Hannah is going to invest in our program and give us the resources that we need to win. For me, it's not necessarily about the level, like if it's Power 5 or not. I had two Power 5 opportunities this past year um, that I was able to turn down because I liked where I was, and I felt like um, Hannah was investing more in our program than some of those ADs may have been in their programs, and I thought we were in a better position to win, so – um, I love North Carolina. Um, the weather is nice. It's it's January, and um, we were in shorts and short sleeves <laughs> yesterday, um, and my baby was playing outside. So um, there, there's more to it to me than um, just the the Power Five. Um, I I like the family. I like the support, um, and I love my team and my coaching staff. So um, there's a lot more reasons to stay than there are to leave.
0: Speaking of. Uh, other of your little, not-so-little boy. I don't know if he's <laughs> ever been little, but uh, how is your son, Deuce, doing? No,
1: nah, Deuce is phenomenal. He's awesome. He just finished playing basketball in Quay Parks and Rec, so <laughs> I got a little taste of uh, being a basketball coach, too, and I, I realized <laughs> sophomore. Wait, you were dumb, coaching his team, too? Yes, yes, sir. I was a four-year-old basketball coach. So it was wow. like herding cats, but it was fun.
0: Now, I, I was going to say, was it easier? Did you find yourself asking them to be dogs more often? Did you, have to, did you have to turn it way, way back and be patient, which I would assume might not be your strongest suit when you're out there?
1: Right. Well, it's funny you asked that about dogs. Our team name was Greyhounds because okay. they gave us that name. And yeah. so our team song that I taught them was, Who Let the Dogs Out? <laughs> woo, 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 So that was our little <laughs> huddle, and they all, like, loved it. But um, patience, yes, you learn that um four-year-old boys and girls are four-year-old boys and girls and they just want to have fun so it it was a good perspective um for me because i was able my goal was just to allow them to have fun to see them smile to give them the high fives when they made the baskets to teach them to dribble and to pass and just enjoy the sport and and it was fun for me there was one of my little girls her name is hazel And her dad had brought her to probably the first four practices. And then her mom brought her to the fifth practice. And Hazel comes in and just runs and gives me a hug. And then her mom was like, oh, I guess you're her coach. I was like, yes, (laughs) I am. Nice to meet you. Are you her mom? So it's just, you know, seeing that she just saw me and, like, You know, I gave her that joy of wanting to come to basketball practice. So it just gives you that perspective of I'm so competitive here because, right, you get paid to win, but you're also trying to create a culture and have your students have a great experience. And then for me, I know the importance of my son um, loving what he does in a game. And so I just wanted to help coach. So his first experiences were positive.
0: That is phenomenal. Uh, A fork? Your old basketball <laughs> coach as well. That is great. Okay, you, you've brought three student athletes that we're going to uh, bring up here one at a time and, and talk to after the next break. Uh, to, so tell me a little bit about the, the trio that you brought with us today.
1: So Sterling Harrison um, is our senior who um, has been a second baseman, um, has battled some injuries um, throughout her career, and we're praying and hoping that she's going to get healthy. Um, she's in the process of doing some things, so I'm excited for her. Offensively, she's growing um, tremendously, um, working a lot with Coach Myers and Coach Hill on some things. So she's going to be a bat that you see um, in situations, and you'll see her over at second base. Uh, Michaela McLean, shortstop, second baseman, middle infielder, uh, probably our swaggiest one that you'll see out there on the field. Um, her, her father played major league baseball. So baseball softball has been a part of her life since she was a little kid. Um, and you've seen her a lot at shortstop last year. You might see her more at second. That's kind of where she ended the season last year. And she's grown and matured and is, um, mentally a better player. I think she's calmer. She's smarter, which is so, so fun to watch. Like she's going to be dangerous, um, this season. And I'm just excited to see her blossom. And then we have uh, Tristan Doster, who's a catcher from Iowa. I was able to coach her her freshman year, um, my last year at Iowa. And um, she's came in and uh, just made a great connection with our pitchers. Um, She's a vocal leader behind the plate, and she's a power hitter. So I'm excited for her to be in the top of the lineup and scoring a lot of RBIs for us this year.
0: Finally, Coach, uh, what – it's just about a week and a half now, but it, but in these last couple of days, what do you do to fine tune your team to get them ready to, to win a week from Friday?
1: We can continue to compete daily. Um, we're in the scout mode right now. Um, we've, we've worked on George Washington. We're moving on to um, Syracuse and Butler this week, and then we'll end with Coastal next week, and then we'll circle back to George Washington before we play them. So we're just preparing day by day to compete um, for what we're going to see. But they're all bought in, they're locked in, they're anxious um, and they're getting better. That's the, the most important thing. We're getting better. Every scrimmage that we have, we're getting better and it's clicking and it's smooth and they're excited. And, um, and they're having fun doing it right now. Um, the hardest part that we had to get over was our conditioning test and we got over that hump and, and everybody was like hallelujah. And I uh, was like, all right, we've done the hardest thing that we have to do this season. Now it's time to play softball and win.
0: Coach Prater, thank you so much for taking the time. You literally came off of the diamond to <laughs> be here, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to, uh, of course, talking to you and, and watching you this season. So thank you for stopping by.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Go we've, camels. We've got
0: a lot more Campbell softball, and we come back after the break. We'll talk to three of our student athletes as Camel Call Live from the county seat in downtown Lillington. Rolls on. Welcome back to Camel Call Live from the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington. Our softball takeover tonight as the softball season starts a week from Friday. If you can't make it here to see the show live, remember we stream all of our episodes live on GoCamels.com and the Varsity Sports app where they are right now. And each week we have a show. We drop this live show on our Camel Call podcast, which you can find on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, YouTube. And the varsity sports app. We are talking softball, and we are talking with uh, one of our veterans on our team. Sterling Hairston has won six championships in her three years here in the program. As of course, the back-to-back-to-back champs is for both the regular season and for the conference tournament. She is a senior out of Greensboro, and and when you when you put that into perspective, Sterling. What does that feel like every time there has been a championship to win, you and this softball program have won it? What, what does that say?
2: I think that it just really shows, like, our commitment to the sport. At the end of the day, I feel like we've always have, like, have had a competitive environment. And I think that being able to look at that and seeing that as something that we've been able to achieve, like, once has driven us to be able to achieve it three times back to back to back so I think that it just shows us that we have the capability to do it and that we have the capability to you know push past that
0: what sticks out to you as as your favorite ring that you have what year what 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 means or do they all mean the same is it hard to pick your favorite child like it's hard to pick your favorite championship.
2: I think that my favorite would probably be the all black diamond one, but the size of the one that we just got is just, it's unbelievable. Like it's so huge, Really. but I think that I like the design of our second one, just cause I like the black diamonds on it.
0: It is not an easy thing to do for a brand-new coaching staff to come into a team, even one as accomplished as you guys were, um, this coaching staff I- experience, but there are different things. There are different demands. How was it last year not only playing for this new coaching staff but then getting it all together to win championships again?
2: I think that it was a great opportunity for me. Um, it was almost like I got to transfer without having to go anywhere. It was a fresh start for me. Um, I was really excited to meet the coaching staff. I remember talking to Coach Prater the first time, and I called my dad, and I was just like, you know, I think I'm going to stay because it was just like a decision that I wanted to make. Um, And then we brought in the other coaches, and we all just kind of gelled together. I can tell that they're very passionate about the sport, and they all want to see it succeed academically and athletically. It was just, you know, something that we all – all wanted to, we still all wanted to drive for the same goal. So I feel like being able to come in and have a coaching staff that cared about every aspect of the sport just as much as I did was just something that was really good for our team.
0: Your coaching staff uh, uh, feels that you guys are, are, are farther ahead this year at this time than you were last year. Of course, their they're first year in the program. What do you see?
2: I see the same thing. I feel like it is going to be very hard for her to make a lineup. I feel like we're a very competitive team right now. We have a lot of depth offensively, defensively. Um, I feel like anyone can really go to any position and be able to play it with, you know, the knowledge and be able to have, like, the tools to, you know, be out of position and still make the plays and do good things. So I feel like it's going to be a great season. It's going to be a long season, but I think that it will be a very competitive season for us. And I feel like we are way, way far ahead than we were last year
0: newcomers who sticks out to you that you've seen that could make an impact on the program here early
2: Tristan number one she's a hitter like that girl can hit I've never been able I've never seen anyone <laughs> to playing softball my whole really? life. really you've been playing Hitchball. softball for
0: a long time I've
2: never there's one other girl that comes to mind when I think of someone who can get on the base like every single time it doesn't matter I, I just we me and coach Prater talked about it. she finds a way every single time so I would say offensively I think that she sticks out very very like she's She's a great hitter. She's a great hitter. I look up to her a lot, and she doesn't even know it.
0: <laughs> well, she, she knows it now, and she'll be our guest here uh, later on in the show. What is it like right now being so close to the to, to the season starting? How much excitement is there?
2: I think there's a lot of excitement. I think there's also still, you know, a lot of nerves um, within the team. But I think that we we're a great team that bonds together when it comes to adversity. We all choose to face it together instead of kind of, like, running from it. So I feel like that's something that is going to put us ahead of other teams. We also talk about how hard we train. I think that we're training a lot harder than a lot of people are. So we're able to, you know, go out there and be ready for the season.
0: We're with Sterling Harrison, and you are getting it done off the diamond as well. Of course, this is your, this is your final semester. Um, tell us about um, your path of study and, and what you want to do with that degree when you get it in May.
2: So I'm a kinesiology pre-PA major. Um, I'm right now looking at applying to nursing schools and getting into a nursing program, an accelerated program, to further my degree doing that. Um, so that will be a 16-month program, and then I can work as a nurse. If I choose to go back for nurse practitioner, which is what I want to do, then I'll be able to do that as well. Or if I want to go the PA route, I'll still be able to do that as well. So,
0: What's appealing to going into the medical field?
2: I think that I just have always been someone that's wanted to help people. Like I want to have a very meaningful job. I don't want to just work for just to work. Like I want to be able to benefit and help other people and see people succeed as well and everything.
0: Um, you are succeeding as well. You are the president of uh, of Uplift. Uh, tell us about, about that great group and, and, and what you do and why it's important for you.
2: Um, I was asked to do this my sophomore year and it was something that I felt like Campbell just needed. Um, athletically, we didn't really have anywhere for um, minorities to go on campus. We had BSA, but it was really open to all students. So I felt like starting this would help athletes to have a place, you know, outside of their sport where they can come together and just kind of do fun things, have topics, discuss things that might be controversial. But, you know, we can all come together and work, you know, help change the school with it and just stuff like that. So. We have done a lot of stuff on campus, and I think that is something that I'm glad that I was able to be a part of just because I feel like I want to be more than an athlete outside of softball. So being able to give back to my school as well is something that I wanted to be able to do.
0: That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much. We can't wait to, 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 to see you up there. You, you got it. Yeah, give her a round of applause. She nailed it. All right, Sterling, we're going to take a break. When we come back after the break, we'll talk more softball here from the county seat in downtown Lillington. Welcome back to Camel Call, live from the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington. If you haven't already, we invite you to join the rebooted Fighting Camel Club. The Fighting Camel Club empowers student-athletes to lead with purpose on and off the field. Donations to the FCC have helped fund facility enhancements, health and wellness improvements, career and professional development, recruiting and retaining coaches, and more. Memberships begin at $100, and you can get exclusive merchandise and ticket offers. Head to GoCamels.com. And hit the give button. We are talking softball. Believe it or not, Campbell starts their softball season. The three-time defending champions in a new conference, of course, but they'll start a week from this Friday. And one of the new faces that uh, we will see on the diamond, you will see a lot behind and at the plate. Tristan Doster is a transfer from the University of Iowa. As a catcher um, last year, she was second on the entire team Uh, with a batting average of 312 also on the Dean's list. So, Tristan, we'll start off with, first of all, um, your impressions of Bowie's Creek and Campbell and uh, and the softball program that you're a part of now.
3: Yeah, you know, um, first arriving on campus definitely was smaller, but I love being able to walk around campus. And, you know, I know most of the athletes and even the people in my class um, that just go to school here, like, it's so nice to know people's name and like recognize their faces along with teachers you know they know my name i'm not just a number um so yeah that's really nice to have um softball wise i mean i can't say enough about this program i've been so happy like just being in the life that i have here um i get pushed every single day at practice you know and my teammates they do a great job at making not only making me feel like welcomed, but um, just you know, being my, some of my best friends. So, yeah, it's been great so far.
0: And that is so great that uh, that you have come in and, and been a part of this team. It's just so early. The, the the decision to to leave Iowa and and come out here. What what went into that?
3: Um. So obviously, if you didn't know, Coach Frader was my associate head coach at Iowa. So she um, had a huge impact on me at Iowa. You know, personally and softball-wise, um, I could go with to her for a lot of things. And that just drew me when I was in the transfer process, you know, um, that huge impact at Iowa. How could you say no to a coach that still continues to push me every single day? And this coaching staff, I know they're all pretty, I mean, Coach Myers is new, but they're all new to me. And so, um, it's just been so exciting to like get to work with them and the people that I surround myself with every day, you know my teammates they're awesome, and so making the move hasn't really you know impacted me because I just love where i'm at
0: um that's fantastic and and you come in and have such a big role on this team to to be a catcher, to be back there, to be involved in in, in every play. What does it take and and how much mentally do you have to be locked in game in and game out?
3: right, not only do I have to you know, help my pitchers, but also be the bat in the lineup. Um, like Coach Prater said and Sterling, you know, I'm I'm a power hitter. I am a person that a lot of people go to to produce. So um, I think of it as, like, pressure is a privilege. You know, we say that all the time, that when you do have that pressure on you, whether it's behind the plate or at bat, you know, you're just – I don't know. I feel like I live in the moment, and I'm – I don't know, I just – I just have so much fun with it, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> you have been um, behind the plate with, we have some experience and some veteran um, um, pitchers there as as well. What, what do you think of those that, uh, that you team up with that are in the circle day in and day out?
3: Yeah, you know, we get to do bullpens a lot during practice, and even if we don't, you know, the pitchers are involved in some sort of defense or if we're doing live. So getting to know them and their tendencies and just the different things that they do on a daily basis to get better. I feel like um, we all work together pretty well, so meeting them and knowing what they need from me as a catcher is something that I've enjoyed um, throughout this process.
0: Um, I'm from the Midwest as well. We already talked about how the winners are 200% better. Of course, Coach Prader knows that as well, and, and anybody that has been up there to many, much like when you say, you know, when I say I'm from Missouri, people look at me because they don't really know that many people from Missouri. Iowa, maybe even more of a, of a mystery. You are from Iowa originally. Talk about your Midwestern roots and what's it like growing up there.
3: Well, it's definitely a blessing in disguise. The North uh, Carolina weather has been nice to us, at least from my experience. So being from Iowa, you know, it's cold. It's, um, it's just – in my opinion i love the state of iowa but a lot of people look at me when i say iowa and they're like oh i've never been there or <laughs> oh isn't it like negative five degrees right there <laughs> so um but anyway i i mean i love being an iowa girl you know born and raised um but definitely this experience of moving away and um, being in north carolina has definitely opened my eyes and i do love it here like especially the weather it's so nice
0: I, I, I tell people all the time that you you know you think okay you just live in the middle of it but when we were when we were growing up it was 12 hours to get to the mountains right. and it was 18 hours to get to the beach and it didn't seem and then you move to a place you're like wait a second I'm three hours from the mountains and two hours from the beach that's my highlight whenever anybody from back home is like hey do you like the, the do you do you like North Carolina, are you coming back? I'm like, no, here's a couple of reasons, <laughs> the weather and then just being so close to everything is awesome.
3: Right, I, um, I've i always wanted to go to Myrtle Beach. I haven't made it there yet. Join the club, get ready,
0: get ready.
3: I do wanna go there. So hopefully I can <laughs> stick around after season <laughs> yeah. for a little longer and head head towards the beach
0: um I'll steer you towards some uh, other other beaches as well but uh, <laughs> it's a uh, it's a great thing a- although the although the central time zone n- news at 10 your sporting events not right. starting at 9 or 9 30 that's the, that's the one thing the Midwest has um we are we are so glad you're here when you think about starting this adventure with this team w- w- what sticks out about this team that you know you're going to go into battle with in a in a week and a half
3: right um You know, every single girl on this team, like Sterling said, is bought into this process. So, you know, competing every day at practice is such a fun experience because every single girl on this team is needed. And, you know, being able to compete and, um, you know, things like scrimmages and even um, practice, we, we we get pretty competitive with each other. And so, being able to do that with some of my best friends is, like, amazing. And, um, you know, we get better every single day. Like Coach Prayer said, the grit, it's there. It's there, and I see it, and I think we're going to have a really successful season because of that.
0: She is Tristan Doster. She's a transfer from Iowa, and you will see her as uh, Campbell takes the diamond as they start their season a week from Friday. One more when we come back after the break. We'll talk to Michaela McClain. It's a softball takeover here on Camel Call Live. Welcome back to the final segment of Camel Call Live, our three-time defending tournament and conference champions will take to the Diamond for the first time February 9th at the Kickin' Chicken Classic. They will take on George Washington, that uh, five-game and three-day tournament um, down in Conway, South Carolina. The Camel Stampede. Campbell will play their first uh, home games on February 23rd, 24th, and 25th, the complete schedule at gocamels.com. And joining me now, a fantastic freshman, now a super sophomore, in Michaela McLean. Uh, she hit 341 last year with two home runs and 29 RBIs. She ended up on the conference all-freshman team. Um, Michaela, not a lot of freshmen at this level come in and make an immediate impact. What would you say was the key to your success for last year as a freshman?
4: Um, I think the key to our success was me, Maddie G, Aaliyah Sweeney, um, Charlie. We all pushed each other to be the best that we could be last year. And I think that so much competition within ourselves, um, stride for the ones that got to play, and just pushed us to the next level for us to be able to make the all-freshman teams. Um, But, yeah, we just pushed each other to work so hard that – we wanted to play we wanted to be out there we wanted to be the freshmen that got it done so yeah
0: and you certainly did what was it like what did it take because it was your first go around to win not only a conference championship but then to win a conference tournament championship
4: yeah so at the beginning of the season coach Prater gave us some ring pops and um at the end of each practice, whoever done really good, she'd give a ring pop to and she was like, This is the goal. We're working towards a ring. So we all wanted wow. we all wanted the real thing. So yeah. I guess we all just worked so hard so we got it. That was pretty much it.
0: And I mean Sterling Sterling was saying that it's a unbelievable ring. Tell us tell us more about this ring. So it's Oh my gosh, it's, it's huge.
4: It's crazy. Like it's I can't even wear it on my finger, it's so big. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the kind of ring um, you want. Okay, also something else the uh, Coach said about you. You are the swaggiest person on, on this team. What, what does that mean?
4: Um, I don't know. She used to call me Hollywood. So, I mean, I guess, I guess just the way I played, I was like nobody could beat me out of anything. Like I was if – if I hit a ground ball in the infield, I was going to beat it out. I don't care if it was to the pitcher. Like, I, I mean, it was just go all the time.
0: So, Where do you think you, you, you get that from?
4: Ooh, I don't know. My dad pushed me so hard when I was young. Um, he used to play in the major leagues, so he always wanted me to be the best I could be in anything i ever done. So I think that just him pushing me so much when I was younger and then getting to compete at the collegiate level just made me work even harder.
0: Oh, well, what was that like being a daughter of, of someone that had played – the sport of uh, of baseball at the at the highest level.
4: It was amazing. Like I learned so many things so young. Um, I I was always pretty more advanced than the other kids I played with because I knew so much. Um, but it was great. Like he, my dad taught me everything I know. Um, he was always very he, well, not was sorry, but he <laughs> is very supporting, and and everything I do, and he just always encourages me. So it's great.
0: Um, w- one of the many great things, you, you grew up not too terribly far away from here. It says Ramsar in your, uh, in your bio, but also around the Liberty area. We know it is when you're on 421, you're going towards <laughs> yeah. Greensboro, you always see the, the, the signs for it. Tell us, about, uh, tell us about the small tight-knit community that you grew up in.
4: It's amazing. Um, I, there's not a lot of people. Um, so, I mean, everybody knows everybody, and it's just a great community. If something happens, everybody comes together. And they just support each other.
0: Um, it sounds a, a lot like Campbell. What made you chose to come to Campbell and then to, co- to continue here?
4: The community. everybody's so close. Um, everybody knows yeah, everyone. Um, and the coaches, definitely. Coach Prater was amazing. Coach Hill, Coach Myers, and Coach Arvalo. And even having um, added coach Myers, like she has brought so much to our team already, and we haven't even gotten into season yet,
3: so
0: um, when you think ahead of, of the season, I, I, I want to know because there there's so many games in softball, even in a weekend tournament and that how do you look at the, at the season? I know you take it one game at a time, but, but do you peek ahead? What, what are you thinking on when you're looking at, at, at this schedule that, that goes 50, 60, hopefully 70 games?.
4: Um, We really just take it day by day. Um, We try not to get ahead of ourselves. Um, So not worrying about who you're going to play next, just win today's game, and then go out tomorrow and win tomorrow's game. So just taking it day by day helps so much instead of stressing about something that's not even here yet.
0: Um, We have been uh, watching championship softball uh, for, for the past three years. When we see you guys come back for the Campbell Stampede Tournament, in about a month. What are we going to notice uh, about this team that's maybe different?
4: That we're winning. I that mean, that's it. We're just going to win <laughs> the whole thing.
0: There you go. Put a period on it. What? Tell me about your major and, and what you do off the diamond.
4: Um, I am majoring in sports management, I'm hoping to start my own business someday. Um, I would love to start a batting center. And like Sterling said, give back to the community and um, just be a teacher for the kids that want to play and love to play the game. So,
0: uh, Finally, they've talked a lot about Tristan. Is she really that good of a hitter?
4: <laughs> yes, Tristan's that really good of a hitter. I've seen her hit balls that I, I would have took as a ball. <laughs> and she's hitting them out of the park. And I'm <laughs> like, what? Maybe i got to start swinging at them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, hey, thank you so much, Uh, Michaela McLean. We we can't wait to see you back out there. Thank you for taking time. um, As you all literally just stepped off the 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 practice field as well. Thank you for being here. Good luck this season. Thank you. And that will do it for our softball takeover here on Camel Call Live. Complete schedule at gocamels.com for Sterling, Michaela, Tristan, and our head coach Trina Prater. I'm Chris Saymeyer saying so long, our Defending champions will be back on the softball diamond coming up a week from this Friday back at home on February 23rd. We'll be back in two weeks right here at the county seat in downtown Lillington. Have a great week, everybody. Good night.